0: Hey, everybody. Before we get started, I just want to let you know of a couple things. We had a little bit of a technical glitch, so Mike's audio was recorded on his computer speakers, not through his microphone. So the quality isn't as good as we would like, but we had a really, really fun chat with Arash from the Sith List, and we really wanted to release it. So the quality will be close to what you are hearing now. We did everything we could. I know it's super annoying to have audio issues. I hate it personally, so I apologize. And we will try to not make this happen again. Secondly, we originally recorded this a while ago and we're going to release it around Christmas time, but we ended up pushing everything back. So we talk about the toy drive that making Star Wars did, and it is awesome. It went incredibly well, but it is over now. So. Please keep an eye on it next year. I'm sure they're going to keep doing it and keep supporting that cause because it's an amazing cause and big ups to our Star Wars family for doing that. Thank you so much. May the Force be with you. We love you. Hey, everybody. I'm Peter, and I, too, have trouble connecting with others. He's a dirty little bogan who's afraid of spiders. It's Mike.
1: Welcome to Rebels Rebels, the show that explores the Star Wars expanded universe through an episode-by-episode deep dive into the animated series Star Wars Rebels.
0: Our guest today is the host of a fantastic podcast called The Sith List, just part of the Making Star Wars Network. Let's welcome Iraj Dela Shahi. How are you doing? I'm doing
2: good and great job on the last name. Yes. <laughs> nailed it.
1: Yeah. yeah, nailed it. We're both we're both we're both so sensitive about our last name. <laughs> no, I get so. you. First day of school was oh. always the worst day, wasn't it? Oh, oh my boy. gosh. I actually had this thing when I was a high school teacher. I would have my students try to pronounce my last name. The first thing they did when they came in just to like destigmatize okay now i'm gonna try to pronounce yours <laughs> everyone and inevitably no one even comes close to pronouncing mine so it was like all right let's all feel comfortable about this
2: <laughs> yeah no i understand my, my nickname in high school was alphabet soup because of my last name. Oh my <laughs> no i get it i get it well thanks for having me on guys i'm excited about this
0: yes yes this is a good one um i think we've got some exciting things going on that you can check out on our twitter and instagram we got some cool announcements but for right now i think we should just jump right in how you feel you ready mike
1: yeah i am i'm ready raj you ready to do it
0: oh absolutely sweet
1: So from Wikipedia, the Rebels finally locate a potential site for a secret base, but find their new home is not as isolated as originally believed.
0: Mm-hmm. So they are building a new base. We've talked about this for a little bit. They need somewhere to dock their ships. They have a fancy new carrier now, but they don't have anywhere. So they have discovered a base on Atollon. I still don't know how to pronounce this. A-T-O-L-L-O-N. Atollum? So, a Atollum? Tolon. Yeah, talon. I'll say yeah.
1: that. <laughs> a talon to- sounds more Star Wars. Yeah, that. it does. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Um, and so Rex is there. He's kind of in charge of completing the final touches on the base. And they're just waiting on a shipment of power converters that the ghost crew is picking up. And while they're doing that, Ezra and Kanan are sparring on the ghost in this cute little clip. You know that's my move. I steal
1: from the best.
2: Gotcha. And I got you. Uh,
1: tied again?
2: There's no such thing as a tie.
1: You lose, you die. Yeah, and you win by killing an inquisitor. No, you win by surviving. Before we they get there, I love that they always call every shipment they just you know they call it loads mm-hmm. though
2: <laughs>
1: grabbing dropping, it.
2: Yeah, dropping yeah. loads <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: they're always <laughs> dropping loads and picking <laughs> up other people's loads they do the dirty work of the galaxy
0: uh, uh, i like this i like where this episode's going yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're about to earn that pg-13 title right but, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, now you have to bleep that out. Sorry, Peter. <laughs>
0: Um Now, I, I like this training scene. Um, this is interesting. We've seen like the dimmer yeah. laser bolts. Well, this is the first time we've seen lightsabers in training mode. So you see yeah. like their lights a little dimmer. So there's a different sound as you notice. And then it stings when you hit instead of burning <laughs> or slicing. I love that. Yeah, I thought that was super cool, man. We've never
2: seen anything mm-hmm. like that. Totally. Oh, no. I, I want one of those. Oh my gosh, I would get in so much
0: trouble. Could <laughs> you imagine?
2: Yeah. That'd be so cool.
0: I already got, I have one of those Force Effects lightsabers and I smashed a lamp on our ceiling because <laughs> I was playing <laughs> with it when my wife was gone.
2: Oh my god, That's amazing. So. That'd be yeah. cool. And the cops use it for like, instead of using, you know, stingrays or whatever. Oh my they use, gosh. They just oh, yeah. those, just yeah. rolling around with lightsabers. It'd be amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. The world uh, is, the world would. Probably be a better
0: place. It would be a better place. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Except for they might all pick red lightsabers. I know. Right. Exactly. Uh, Hashtag politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, man. That was a good one. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about this planet, too. um I don't know why I went back and forth between the planet and the duel. So let's go back to the planet real quick because it has these cool coral plants. We see it when Rex is on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting and yeah, it kind of seems aquatic doesn't it but yeah. it's completely opposite of aquatic but yeah.
1: it
2: seems like you're underwater yeah like,
1: I, I wrote down a, this is an arroyo planet
0: like a, a formerly creek or riverbed like this is just one giant mm, arroyo planet mm-hmm. yeah it's like an underwater desert um yeah. and i was actually so i was looking at it and i was like coral plants that's weird but then i did some research did you know in real life coral is sentient well, not sentient. They're alive. They are actually classified as plants. Yeah. Because sessile animals secrete a callous skeleton. Uh, I just lo- I just read that online, I didn't and know it that sounded part, funny. Yeah.
2: I didn't know that part. Uh, look at rebels. Rebels doing their research on <laughs> coral plants. Yep. We got to step our game up on the Sith list.
0: <laughs> <Money>. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted it to talk about you know <laughs> dropping loads and secreting skeletons. <laughs> Uh, yeah. sweet, sweet coral
1: coral plant flex
0: they, yeah. they, go, they land on that planet with the coral plants and Kanan attempts to make conversation with Hera she's bristly and she has picked up on a little fact that Ezra and Kanan are leaving he oh, hasn't told are, are,
1: are we gonna, are we, sorry uh, this is going great but are we really gonna blow past the how aggressive and awkward that training sequence
0: is go for it
1: I, I I just have to comment on it. It is so weirdly tense to me, and it, maybe it's not weirdly tense. I get it. They're under a lot of pressure right now, but mm-hmm. they are so serious, and they get so offended by Sabine saying, "You guys are getting pretty good."
0: <laughs> what do <are> you mean,
1: <laughs> pretty good? We weren't good before. It's like, Oh my god, these guys need some melatonin.
0: <laughs> yeah, they need to chill a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just care about the lightsabers. I don't care about the story stuff going on. (laughs) (laughs) It's a super, super tense moment. Yeah, well, it leads nicely into this because I think, you know, they haven't told the crew that they're leaving because they understand now that the Inquisitors will hunt them wherever they go. So they need to leave and they haven't told anyone. So they're all angry and angsty about it and really on edge. And Sabine's just kind of like, chill out, bros. Yeah, and I think Hera is kind of putting two and two together at that Mm -hmm. point. Totally. Um. And so this is one of my favorite, I forgot exactly the exact quote, but this is one of my favorite. It's become a meme. But when Kane he's they're talking about being excited and can like, this is my excited face. <laughs> I yeah, love he, that. And part. He just looks like a murderer. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a big creeper. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're having like a little mom and dad argument. He's saying, talking about his excited face. And then Kanan explains because that didn't cheer up Hera that he now understands the point of joining a larger rebellion, which is growth from before, and he fully supports her, but they need to finish this, a.k.a. the Inquisitors, or else all will be for naught.
2: So, when do you leave?
0: As soon as Ahsoka gets back.
2: We can't run from the Inquisitors forever. I figured it was something
1: like that, with all that training.
2: Hera, what you've accomplished here is important. I understand that now, the need for us to be a part of a larger rebellion. I'm behind you, but none of it will matter if we don't do what we need to do. All sensors on the eastern face are in place. Good. Have all the pilots checked in? Lieutenant Dicer hasn't come back yet. Yeah, this is, I
1: feel like, if this episode is stripped down to its core, is a really great Kanan and Hera Mm -hmm. episode, like emotional arc
2: episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and i yeah and at the end of well we'll talk about it a little bit later but at the end of the entire thing i think the episode is pretty much about communication yeah. and communication yeah. between everybody including ezra yes. and the oh. and the uh, beings and the ghost and yeah i think it comes down to how mm-hmm. they communicate and how well they do it and how
0: how not so well they do it that's yeah. a good point um so rex the grandpa of the group, <laughs> he uh, gives a status update. He says that they have found water on the planet and Sabine and other scouts have been planting sensor markers around the base perimeter to warn them about intruders. Then he ominously says the planet was hot, dry and unpleasant, but he conceded that the planet harbored nothing that was trying to kill them. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh,
1: I, yeah, I wrote down that line has never been spoken and then come true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. just won't just won't ha- won't ever happen in literature or film
0: yep. right um we flash quickly to zeb which this is a weird subplot i don't know i had to put this in. Oh, but...
1: oh no this is the best so necessary <laughs> we're talking about zeb's jerk station it's so freaking cool
0: oh no oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> right. i wasn't talking yeah. about that i was talking about yeah, first of all man cave <laughs> Yeah, the man cave. We'll get to that. That's tight. Um, trust me, there's posters in the man cave. So, you know, I did my research. <laughs> um, I'm talking about the dogma, which is that little like fast yeah. snail thing that he hates oh, yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um, he keeps referring to them as bogans. Which is a god, I thought. Right. Yeah. So we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, Ashla was the light side of the force, according to George Lucas. And then bogan was the dark side of the force. So they right, reused right.
2: that. right. That's yeah. kind of cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's calling them little bogans and he hates those. Later on, we'll find out he also doesn't like the spiders. So is Zeb just afraid of insects? Mm-hmm. And isn't later on or before or later on, I
2: remember mm-hmm. Zeb's people, aren't they referred to as Ashla's as well at one point? Yeah. yeah, they yeah. Are, right? Right. Ashla's yeah.
0: people, yeah. They worship Ashla, so. Okay, there you go. Yeah, they've reused that too. So is
1: this akin to Zeb calling them like those little devils when he calls them mm, bogans? Maybe. Do you think
0: yeah, that's going to be, be really be interesting what they could be? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I like that. Um. So yeah, he's bugged out by the insects. Ooh, like bug, nice. <laughs> nice, nice, <pond>. nice. <laughs> And he's on his way to his man cave, which we will get to. But first, Sabine and Rex receive a report that Lieutenant Dicer, cool name, <laughs> has <laughs> not returned from setting up her sensor.
1: I love another half. We uh, here in Rebels, we call yeah. these, these are akin to of red shirts. We call them half shields.
0: <laughs>
1: you can't see their faces and they're just ubiquitous. And a couple episodes ago, don't remember which episode, a half mm-hmm. shield died, Phoenix 2, which led to them wanting to get more ships, right? Yep. In this episode, I guess this is kind of their MacGuffin. No, no. not really. <laughs> but this half shield dies which leads to it's kind of the thing that starts the mystery, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering is are these half shields who are all women who are dying kind of like the stands in South Parks? <laughs> I mean, not stands, <laughs> That's sorry, so kennies. The <laughs> Kennys, yeah, they just all come back. Like they all just come back and they die in each episode, and then wow. I don't know, kick starts the episode.
2: Maybe. The, crew, the crew doesn't seem very perplexed about her dying either. By
0: the way, no. they like yeah. no. they just like all right, she's dead, or mm-hmm. they don't even talk about it really, do they? Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, they're kind of <laughs> surprised for a second, and then they're like, "Oh, spiders!" <laughs> that's <Spiders>. more <my> important. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. They don't even name. They barely name them. I think that's yeah. where they try to keep emotional distance. They're just like Phoenix One, Phoenix Two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dicer, who I'm assuming is a blade enthusiast, mm-hmm. was voiced Ooh. by a- Ashley Eckstein, who um, ah. we know as Ahsoka. And if you listen to her voice, you could totally tell because it's like a slightly British Ahsoka, but like she doesn't have a very good British accent. Hey. Hey what are you guys doing over there What's wrong? did something frighten you this comes just like soga, <laughs> but she's like cheers mate yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. great yeah that's um, great all she says it's like fish and chips <laughs> yeah totally like, sure roll with that so yeah. yeah something bad has happened to dicer and then we get to it the man cave man cave mm-hmm. yeah. Um, He's listening to some rad music, by the way.
2: Yeah, what are they listening to? Like Bon Jovi or something? Yeah. Like, when did this become, when did Rebels? Always, th- that scene seems so out of place so in the entire, this might be the most out of place scene in the entire series. <sighs> they're just chilling there. Like, you know, they they want to be smoking blunts. Seriously. They, they're, yeah. they're just sitting there looking out and just, it's just, they're. oh man, it's uh, it's a crazy <laughs> little scene.
0: He just wants to get a tan on his back.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it con- I feel like this scene confirms two things. One, apparently there's some kind of radio where music is played. Mm-hmm. And That's two, what I was there are space guitars because that is a guitar solo.
0: Totally,
1: space Ted Nugent exists apparently.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. that was a, that was a crazy scene. There are a lot of details about this, which I have questions about. So please bear <laughs> with me. um Also, speaking of his bro status, if you look in his bed, there's like a crumpled up beer can in his bed. Like, yeah. I think he's just like a frat bro, just like drinking yeah. beers,
2: passing yeah. out. <laughs> He just went and saw Dave Matthews and he <laughs> just like wants to chill and relax.
0: Yep, him and Kanan went to Dave Matthews, man. <laughs> played, some oh. played some hacky sack. Played some hack sack. There's a cornhole. Yeah. Mm. Took off those yeah. khakis. Just kick them back. <laughs> <to> the <kakis. laughs> and then um, so I, I mentioned this before. I love when posters show up in the show, and I don't That's remember if we've talked about this poster yet, but first of all, I like the idea that Zeb set up his man cave and was like, well, I got to remember my posters, and like went back <laughs> into his room, and they like put him <laughs> up, <laughs> up on like the crates outside. Um, so this one is a picture of a yellow Lasat. It seems to be a, a Lasat celebrity named Bosco Face. Oh. So there's a couple things about this. First of all, Bosco Face, funny name. I like that. Secondly, I found a note about it where I guess in season three, there's a droid that scans everyone to kind of identify identify him, Terminator style. And they like scan people when he gets to Zeb. If you read the Arabesh, it's the readout says species Lassad, non-Bosco face. (laughs) So it makes me feel like that's how they're described. They have a binary like identification, either they're Bosco face or non-Bosco face. That's
1: right. So if an alien came to Earth, it'd be like them scanning me and be like species human, not Lady, not Lady Gaga.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally.
2: Yeah. Not, Beyond, <laughs>
1: yeah. not Beyonce. Not Beyonce. not Beyonce. That's the one thing they know. Nope, but it's not
0: Beyonce. Yep. So that's my poster note. Ooh, nice. Just like poster that. notes with Peter. We actually
1: that way we should develop a jingle for that. You talk about posters so much.
0: Yeah. There's always just little fun tidbits about the universe. Hmm. um rare. so we're we're back at the northern perimeter which is where dicer disappeared sabine mm-hmm. and rex have found Dicer's sensor marker and her head no wait just her helmet um and but they see no sign of the scout while they're looking though they're attacked by creatures called krikna which are big ass rock spiders yeah, pretty, <laughs> yeah. Scary. pretty scary yeah you wanna you wanna be scared? Get, well, first of all, can anyone guess where this idea came from? Oh, of M- course. Macquarie, right? Yep. Ding ding ding. Yeah. We need another theme for that. Every time something happens, it's based on Ralph Macquarie. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I didn't actually know. I just, I just
0: <laughs> intuitively knew. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. I guess his had
2: eight legs, correct? And they um, use six legs for these ones.
0: Yeah. So they were, there was a painting on Dagobah, and there's a giant spider with Luke. Like it towers over Luke. It's way bigger than this. And he used to call it the knobby white spider, which is just a funny name. Um, so that we, there's a painting of this spider. It's way creepier, though. So look up Google Ralph McQuarrie, Krikna or Ralph McQuarrie spider. I'm sure you'll find it. So the one who's like throwing up rocks or That's something. That's the weird thing. So we see eggs later on in this. But the painting he wrote, he made is showing this spider laying the eggs in real time and he's like throwing up like weird rock stuff on it's Mm -hmm. really creepy and weird you have to look it up (laughs) i'm looking
2: it up right now actually i remember that i remember that pic i mean the the painting back Mm -hmm. in the day but i haven't seen
0: it in a while yeah it's got weird eyes too it's creeping me out i like it yeah, um, it, it did show up in a 1995 Star Wars Legends novel called Darksaber. They used these. Um, so it's kind of another thing that they're bringing out from uh, Legends, which I kind of like when they do that. Oh, yeah. This is really creepy. I'm looking at mm-hmm. it right now. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's dropping loads. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the theme of the episode. <laughs> dropping loads. Yeah, exactly. Dropping loads. <laughs> um it says uh on wikipedia they're composed primarily of calcified wood so what? they're not actually oh, oh no 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 this is the old the old version so they yeah. were oh okay okay sorry they were rock spiders in ralph Macquarie's painting his idea was they were made of calcified wood and they would grow in oh trees and god, break out of that. the roots re- see that's, the trees. that's really rad yeah. oh god why didn't they the, one, the that? ones in
2: rebels is a pretty much calcified metal because uh, nothing's getting through that armor
0: seriously those things they need to figure out how to make armor out of those things <laughs> that's
2: right <laughs> yes it's um, mandalorian
0: oh yeah i've also talked about how my wife's my barometer of like what's scary because she is a very low like she's really in tune with that and so when the spiders first came out she yelled oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> she booted no. <glued> our TV. <laughs> I love that. Uh. <laughs> so I think this is off the scale on a scary, scary scale.
1: Okay. Yeah, they are.
0: <laughs> yep. I mean, I get it. Yep. So speaking of how tough they are, though, Sabine's blasting them with her two pistols and Rex. Again,
1: and yeah, and again, there's another like foreshadowing mm-hmm. line here with the Rexes saying, "Like, do you think they're aggressive?" <laughs> no one's yeah. again no one's ever said that without it being the answer being yes
2: yeah <laughs> right uh right. so
1: that that's our first kind of clue
2: of things to come mm-hmm. i love how sabine kicked butt in this episode though she was up uh, she was shooting those blasters
0: yeah throughout yeah. the
2: episode i love seeing her do that yeah it's cool.
0: i love that blaster configuration too i don't know if we've ever talked about that specifically mm-hmm. but something about just the two pistols is so yeah. like gunslinger oh. badass to me yeah it is yeah um, So she's able to kind of hold it off. Can't really do much damage, but one of them takes Rex and <laughs> takes him away. I love that. <laughs> yeah. which It's going to lead me to a lot of questions. What is that spider doing with Rex? We see it later. And I still have no idea what that spider is trying mm-hmm. to accomplish.
2: Yeah. And why didn't that happen to Dicer? Yeah. Seriously.
0: It, I kind of feel like
1: it's just time out. It's
0: like,
2: yeah. cause I seem like pretty good guys. I bet it's <laughs> like oh it's just timeout yeah <laughs> just
0: got yeah they're in the penalty box
2: like, yeah no, two nope, minutes nope nope,
0: nope. We're we uh, you. Put you over here we've talked about how Rex is a hot daddy so maybe like it's a King Kong situation where like an oh, indyser yeah. but it's like oh I'm gonna mate with Rex <laughs> oh boy yeah. that makes sense yeah Um we're gonna put these legs to work oh weird <laughs> so, <laughs> the ghost shows up. And they're able to drive the Krikna away, and they make a plan to go after Rex. But Zev is scared. Super <laughs> like, scared. He is more than two legs is just excessive. It's a good lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they get him. They get him to go along, and they decide to go into dark tunnels underground, which always works out for people all the time. Yeah, to find them. Um, and, and
1: during that last fight uh, something I really want for this episode is to mm-hmm. go back and dub over all the lines of the Krikna with like just basic language
0: <laughs> and, like what are, the,
1: what are the things it's yelling like when it first shows up and yells at them is I imagine it's going
2: friends yeah, <laughs> totally. come here, give me a hug and, like, you guys you can, let's party <laughs>
0: and then it, it yeah. yeah I like that a lot <laughs> um I know we've seen this before, but I just want to call it out again. I love that th- they use their lightsabers as like lamps. I just, yeah. you know, just, I want one of those I too. Know, seriously. Um, also, but, we,
2: but before you move on, yeah, wouldn't yeah. you? I saw I saw Kanan uh, using it as a as a flashlight, but he has it like directly in front of his face. Wouldn't you like have it above you a little bit <laughs> yeah. instead of like in front of your face? Wouldn't a glow be too? too crazy for you. We'll yeah.
0: Be able to, yeah. Or he just like bumps into someone's back and lights <laughs> right. his own face. <laughs> <goes> his forehead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, so, sorry about that. I There's love, something. I love that. Not good weapon safety. We've <laughs> played yeah, out a exactly. couple times where they're a little careless with their arms. <laughs> exactly. Um, Oh my God. I was about to say that's why they lose so many arms in star Wars, but I didn't.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, no, that's just not true.
0: Um, I also noticed that these caves look like big noses, which is kind of gross. It's like they wa- they're walking right into giant schnoz. <laughs> to nostrils. Yeah. This
1: reminds me of that Nickelodeon game when you were a kid. What was yeah. it? Double Dare. Totally.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. The, the, these caves look very deviated septum, though. They're, they're, yeah. uh, some of them are a little
0: blocked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if in Double Dare one time someone was just like (laughs) going through like the slimy thing to get that flag and then just a bunch of spiders spelled out?
1: (laughs) Oh my God, it's dark. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm in a weird headspace today. (laughs) Um, So they're looking and they say they need to split up. And Kanan is like, All right, Ezra and I will split up. And Hera's like, No. She overrides them and says, Kanan and Ezra should go on their own. and everyone else will go without them
1: I think it's a good moment
0: yeah. yeah there was yeah I mean at first I think I had the same thing I was like wait why wouldn't you want a Jedi in each team and then Zeb specifically asked like wouldn't we want a Jedi in each team and it's like well we gotta start doing things on our own yeah Which it makes just, sense yeah it's solemn I think it's really you know I think Hera doesn't like to feel sometimes <laughs> and she's really coming to grips with how she feels about Kanan and it's, just, you know sometimes that's a difficult conversation to have with yourself mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah. Get it out. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it just. <laughs> really get it out. Really get it out.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so shortly after that, Kane and Ezra are the first ones to run into a Krikna, but Ezra wants to try to use the force to connect with the creature because he has the gift, but he is unable to connect with the spider.
1: Again, it's just yelling at him. It's, it's just going,
0: oh, we're connecting!
2: And
1: then they start shooting.
0: Yeah, totally. So what are you pointing at me? Put your hands down. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's like, so I don't remember what the exact answer is. I'm sure once we get to, because this is going to lead into the stuff with Bendu and et cetera, et cetera. If they explain why he can't make a connection to the spiders. I
2: think I saw Rebel Recon a while back. And what they were talking about is that sometimes things are just there for a long time like it'd be like <laughs> connecting with dinosaurs you know yeah, I mean they were there before any of them or any being okay. so sometimes you just can't connect
0: that's really interesting yeah because that's what I'm wondering is like is there a scale because like I we've talked about levels of sentience before you know I think a loath wolf is probably a little more sentient than a rock mm-hmm. spider so like uh, doesn't yeah. even have the computing right. space to make like the USB connection that he needs Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it might be exactly what you were talking about. About it's a prehistoric animal. It had the same problem
2: in college with a couple of (laughs) couple girls. Yeah, didn't work out. Didn't work out for me either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They just slapped me. It's like get away from me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's tight. Um. So meanwhile, Hera and the other rebels stumble upon a little lair. Littered with spider eggs, which we now know from that painting, We're all barfed up. And Ooh. they managed to find Rex, who is like sleeping. It, like, that's okay. So, this is like he's not even cocooned. There's he's, like a sleeping spider <laughs> hanging from the ceiling, just hugging him. Rex. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's
0: just a cuddle moment. Yeah.
2: I mean, and then can so- you imagine what's going on in the headspace of Rex at
0: that point? <laughs> <Seriously>, <laughs> like, what is in the world going on yeah, here? It's like, I've been in weirder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He seems kinda he seems pretty okay. He's not yeah, he's he, does. he does. He's like, excuse me, sirs, can you please get me down from here? No yeah. urgency at all.
1: also doesn't wake up that spider by
0: pulling him out. Yeah, that's the other thing too. It's like that spider's a deep sleeper. Yeah. That's true. So they just straight up just pull the legs and let Rex out, and then all of a sudden they swarm. Which we could have seen coming.
1: Nope, didn't.
0: <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> Um, so they upset the hive. They all swarm the crew. They're like, give me back my hot daddy. And they all have to run away. Run away.
1: <laughs> That's what they're all yelling. Hot yeah. daddy.
0: <laughs> hot daddy. Hot daddy. <laughs> my daddy. Um, and there's some cool stuff. They're about to get cornered, and Ezra and Kanan come back in from the ceiling and rescue the crew about before they're about to be eaten which i thought actually was interesting like if you like think about what's going through Hera's head right now she's kind of hurt so she's pushing away the jedi saying like let's go our own separate ways we need to learn how to do this on our own then they get cornered and they're about to get eaten and they're saved one more time by the jedi so it's that must <sighs> yeah. be a big despairing moment for her just like really a car crisis of conflict trying to figure out can we do this on our own
2: Right. Yeah. And the answer is no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <It, laughs> Definitely no. Definitely <laughs> no. At least when it comes to spiders. No, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so they end up getting out and make it back to the ghost, but they find out it has been webbed down and can't fly. Oh, man. Yep. Um, which, these spiders.
1: <laughs> I don't know why the spiders did that, though. Yeah. Is it just like peeing on a fire hydrant
2: for
0: them? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> they're like, don't leave. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, they just really want friends. I know. I like your idea. What was the other? There was the creatures in season one, too. That was the same kind of thing the, at the base. The Frynox? Yeah. Where it's just oh, like, yeah. they're just kind of like, hey, what's going on? There's new people. Cool. And then they get shot in the face. Like, oh, yeah. hey, show me. me. <laughs>
1: like- it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God. If you well, if you notice, it's the same thing. The the Krikna never wants attack first. Yeah they never they never attack
0: mm-hmm. they've That's never a good point. they've yeah. never
1: attacked they're only defending the entire time and the <laughs> worst thing they do is yell like yeah. come on that doesn't warrant being shot at totally
0: no I like the, si- the six legs do though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> they are excessive. <laughs> I like to think that there's like one Krickna who's like the community organizer. He's like Bruce the Krickna, and he's like, all right guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to web down their ship, but just temporarily so we can explain our side of the situation, <laughs> just like get everything sorted out and then they just come out, just keep shooting. I'm like, ah!
2: There's a Krikna town hall meeting. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. We got a new neighbors. We got to welcome to the community. <laughs> <laughs> they might they might shoot at yeah. us. They might, they might be a little pissed, but yeah. yeah.
1: We get to explain. He's like, this is going to be a real
0: coexist moment. Yeah, we're going to laugh at, at this later, guys. I promise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the great massacre of the Krikna. Yes. As it has come to be known.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so they need to cut the webs, but they're surrounded. They're going all over the ship they're shooting with the turrets on the ghost which are pretty powerful but don't seem to be doing that much
2: that's wild <laughs> right. yeah yeah that was crazy
0: yeah i also like that like at one point canon just gets frustrated and literally hits one with the turret like it's on I top and that. just like hits it with like a baseball bat like <laughs> get off um
1: <laughs> zeb does the same thing
0: yeah um and so they also are saying that um i like this little exchange between zeb and ezra where they're like, Zeb, go out, go out. You do it. See, he's scared, obviously. He's like, I don't want to go. And he says, says, why doesn't Ezra do it? And he goes, I don't want to be the last Jedi in the galaxy to be chomped up in the hands of these creatures. So they're just like bickering about who's more scared to go outside. Yeah, Ezra's, Ezra Ezra redlines a little <laughs> bit in this scene. Yeah,
1: he kind of does a couple of times in this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't think he's sleeping much.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. And I like it. He's like. He's been getting more mature and starting to embrace the Jedi way and everything like that until like he has to fight some spiders. He's like, no, get out of here. I'm not doing that. I'm the <laughs> Jedi, get out of here. <laughs> um, so they ended up just figuring it out. And they have an idea because Sabine notices the sensors they've been setting up that we mentioned earlier. When they first attacked, she kind of got backed up into one and the Krikna didn't want to come close to her. And then she sees in the horizon, there's one set up and they're avoiding it. So she puts together that it's letting off some sort of a mission that is frustrating to the Krikna and they can use that to repel them. Do you think it's just
1: playing? Do you think it's just like. Playing Zeb's music at a higher frequency. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like,
2: oh my God, I hate this station.
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's,
2: that, it's like, it's that Bon, it's that bon Jovi, man. They yeah. They don't like it. It's iHeart I Country. They're just like, oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I like that idea, too, because then they surround their entire base with those things, so that just means they have to listen to, like, Space Bon Jovi 24-7, just like, Cowboy.
2: Uh, can, we, can we rewind it a little bit and talk about the best scene during this, this best yeah, moment yeah, yeah. of the scene was when, when uh, Rex does the old school NES WWF dropkick on one of the
0: spiders. I oh, yeah. oh. forgot about that. That was
2: <laughs> the best, man. Seriously. That was the best thing I've ever seen. Oh,
0: yeah. Man.
2: It was, it's, it's in slow-mo too, by the way.
0: <laughs> he's so pretty tired. sure
2: Goldberg does that move. That's right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the um, only wrestler I know in love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened to Goldberg? Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is, is that a thing? I haven't watched wrestling in 15, 20 years, but. Not I so haven't either. So maybe he's back. I don't know.
0: I just read a news story about him. Oh, what? Oh, my God. Let's but talk I don't about remember it. what it's about. Oh, so wow. that is a good, cool story, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. He's alive and well. I can confirm he's alive and he did something. <laughs> good, 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 good. So that's our WWE analysis. We got to talk to Steel Saunders about
2: that. He knows uh, all about the, the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. For
0: sure. <laughs> we should do, we'll do a bonus at wrestling. Pod. <laughs> Just three guys who don't know anything about wrestling asking Steel Saunders. <laughs> so DDP does yoga now. You know that? <laughs> oh, yeah, Steel does. Absolutely. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. I used to do that yoga. The wrestler DDP. Do you know this, Mike? I he, I know who DDP is. He was my favorite wrestler when I was sure. a kid. I I'll have an autographed out. picture of him still up on my wall. He signed my sword. And he is now doing yoga. I respect that. He has an entire thing. It's called like yoga for guys. And it's like buff yoga. Where you like <laughs> we'll do yoga and yoga. push-ups at the same time.
1: <laughs> yoga for guys. Because yoga was only for girls.
2: Yep. Totally. Ooh, Yeah. I was a big iron... iron Chic fan, Ooh. but I had no choice. You know. <laughs>
0: it
2: was by default.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. me too. Also, a great band. Yeah. Yes. Um. So blah 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 blah. Back to Star Wars for some reason. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? Um, oh yeah. Okay. So I remember this. I kind of liked this because they're trying to figure out the plan, and the plan is that Ezra and Kanan are going to use their force powers to hurl sabine toward the sensor marker (laughs) and she says something at friday exactly she's like at times like this i wish i had a jetpack easter egg or foreshadowing because there have been many times this season i'm like man she just needs that jetpack and she gets it next season which is going to be a sick upgrade to sabine i really like jetpack sabine a lot also
1: also through throwing her towards that thing seemed mm-hmm. like he would either just break her legs or she would just hit that thing and die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I they do know.
0: overthrow her and kind of throw her off a cliff. So <laughs> I don't know how she didn't die.
2: Yeah. Very Jedi moment there though. I huh? know. With the Sarlacc pit, unless she's hanging on,
0: yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing too, like she got a grip on something, but it looks like there's just <laughs> like a lot of sand and loose gravel. And same <laughs> I thing know. I have with like Return of the Jedi is like, you cannot pull yourself out of that thing. No, <laughs> she should absolutely, absolutely be dead. Um, but yeah. they ended up going, she cuts back, she gets up off of the cliff from her peril and grabs the sensor and uses it like a weird pokey stick to make herself back to pokey stick, like, like a pokeball. Well, just like a stick you poke people with, like a pokey stick. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I just think she's like holding it weirdly. Like she doesn't know what to do with it. She's like, uh it's like people who've never hold, held a baby the first time they're handed a baby. That's how she's walking. <laughs> um, and so they make it back to the ghost and the spiders are scared of it. So now they can leisurely just cut the webs off, which seems anticlimactic to me. Mm, yeah. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah. But they are able to get off, lift off and get back to the base. So there's a couple things that need to be tied up in the end. Let's start first with repairing Kanan and Ezra or Kanan and Hera.
1: Well, I want to just harp on something you said, because I think it's a good point. I think it is supposed to be anticlimactic because the, uh, Krikna's, it, this it's like it's just a subplot to, like we've been talking about what's actually going on here. It's mm-hmm. just the vessel for this episode to move through. They're like, oh, we want an episode about you know communication and furthering, setting them up for this mission they're about to go on. We need to like strengthen some characters, and they somehow need to do it through some kind of mini story.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that the setting up where Ezra isn't able to communicate with everything and he's going to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, yeah. I, If I'm not mistaken, before this, he was on a pretty decent ride with communicating and oh, yeah. using mm-hmm. his force and, and, and kicking butt. So, this one was like, okay, in the back of his head, maybe, you know, I'm not as powerful as I think. <laughs> yeah, he need sure. bring it, I need to bring it down a notch. Yep.
0: He recently did his first mind trick and he's like, oh, I could do it on this stupid guy, but I can't do it on this dumb spider. <laughs> right. Um, But lots of things need to be repaired. Most of all, Sabine... I keep forgetting people's names. (laughs) Most of all, Hera and Kanan's relationship. There it is. So they're talking. Kanan approaches Hera and tries to assure her that he and Ezra will be okay. Hera.
2: I told the commander the site is secure and operations can resume.
0: We're going to be okay. You know that, right?
2: You realize I know when you're lying, right?
1: Whatever you're facing, I wanted us to face it together.
0: We'll see each other again. I promise. But Hera senses that he is lying. Maybe she is the force. And confides that she has prefer- she prefers that they face any challenges together. Kanan then reassures Hera that they would see each other again. And then hugs her.
1: Mm. It's a nice moment. I, I like, like it. It was a nice moment. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah, it's I- what it's what. Without that moment, to me, this episode would not be successful mm-hmm. right. um, or necessary in the arc. Um, with that moment, I feel like this is a needed episode. I feel like I talk about a lot. If you could go through rebels and get rid of episodes that don't do anything with moments like these, this episode becomes uh, like a, a needed mm-hmm. episode to understand our characters and the arc of this show.
2: -hmm. And it comes down to family. They they all realize they are family. This episode was cool because it was, it felt finally felt like an ensemble episode to me where we got everybody in action. We had a couple of those during season one, but they usually focus on one or two different things. But this one felt like a big ensemble, which was really nice to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. And I like it in the context of the greater arc of Kanan and Hera. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've always gotten the sense, you know, there's some unfinished romantic entanglements, um, some complicated things that have happened with them in the past that they don't really lay out. But you get the sense that almost it's like Hera's closed off and Kanan wants to try to rekindle things a little bit. Um, He's at least making a little bit more of an overture toward that. And so I think this is the first time where Hera puts things in perspective and is really grappling with her feelings about it. Um, because you know, she's a flyer. she runs, she ran away from her home. She ran away from Ryloth. I think she, she has that feeling that she can just get away from her problems in a lot of ways. And Mm -hmm. so I think this is the first time where she's like, Oh, we can't just run away from this. We're settling down at a base. I have actual feelings and I have to kind of sort these things out. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that relationship develops as time goes on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we spoke about it, but Ezra makes a second attempt to connect with a Krickna that's kind of just like hanging out by the new fence they built, which seems very expensive. How much do those little poles cost? (laughs) (laughs) They're putting a lot in the ground. They're like every two feet. Yeah, it did seem excessive. Yeah, right. But you know, it's like the so it's like those people who just like find one spider in their house and they just bug bomb the entire place. Exactly. Um (laughs)
2: Yeah. I found two black widows actually outside my door yesterday on my house. And I was like, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to like call somebody? <laughs> yeah. and my, my wife's like, no, I just step on it. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> so I just stepped on it. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. great. No, um, on yeah. yeah. Um, and this leads to something very interesting. So he gets frustrated, kind of pouts and falls down and is looking up at the sky. And we see a little yeah. convoy. Oh yeah oh, buddy yep so it's an owl like creature that we have seen before it's called a convor, and it kind of is floating above his head and then ahsoka comes in the face dun dun dun
1: um i really i really want this convor to be still and i still think it's possible mm-hmm. i still think they need to make it like a drew a jedi druid kind of thing which ezra could k- kind of is in a way because we not not really uh but I think it'd be so awesome if uh, there was a Jedi totally uh, druiding, <laughs>
2: I'm going to use that as a verb, uh, this owl. And when we see this thing, we hear Vader's theme, don't we? In a, in Ooh, a, I didn't in notice that. In the background? That. Ahsoka? That's a
0: good catch.
2: Yeah. If you if you listen to it, you hear Vader's theme, and then they go back to it again at the very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last right after you see Ahsoka, they go to that theme again. So,
0: yeah, I didn't know what that was all about. So, this is the first time we have seen the Convor in Rebels, but we have seen it in Clone Wars. And it becomes more and more clear, because we will see it more, that there is mm-hmm. some connection between this Convor and Ahsoka and right. Vader in some ways. Um, so, there's a couple of things about it. According to a Dawn of Rebellion, which is a source book for fantasy flight games, Star Wars role-playing game, it says ominously strangely visitors who have returned from the barren planet Malachor have reported glimpse of Convores. Oh my god, do you know what it's mm, totally like?
1: What? What's that thing in Harry Potter? Once you've seen death, you like can see Nargles?
0: Is that what it is? Oh, I forgot what it I forgot the name, but I know what you're talking about.
1: I don't know. I think mm. they I think they're called Nargles, like people who have uh, truly experienced death can now see these things that are Omnipresent in the world, mm. but only accessible. What if it's like the Jedi version of that?
2: Mm. It's like, I don't know if you've heard of the term black dog for truck drivers. No. When, oh, they, yeah. when, when the lack of sleep, when they just start seeing things
0: <laughs> <laughs> across the street, that's <laughs> <laughs> just got black dog. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. um So, when asked about the bird's appearance in Mystery of Chopper Base, Dave Filoni says, In some ways, I could say that it's a messenger. It's an observer. It's definitely something. It's something. (laughs) And I would suggest I would rather have fans debate, but I would suggest that they say whatever that thing is, is an avatar of what has actually appeared in the animated Star Wars universe before. So decrypt it from there and have a fun summer. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. So it's an avatar, but debate it yourself. (laughs)
1: Those Harry Potter things called Death Strolls. That's uh, a good call. Death Strolls.
0: Nice. Um, and then one last little tidbit Convores are named after Dave Filoni's wife and Convory. Convore's oh, no. Con- It's C O N V E R Y. But it's named oh. after his wife, which is sweet. Huh. Nice. So, in the words of Dave Filoni, have a fun summer. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the end of our episode. That's a sweet. That's an awesome flex. Yeah, take like, those nerds. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think he was speaking at like a at a end of series or end of season wrap up or something like that at a panel, and so that's how he signed it off, which is tight.
2: Amazing. Holy crap! Go,
0: go kill yourself on Twitter, guys. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So we have reached the end of the episode. Does anyone have any other notes? Anything they want to talk about before we wrap it up?
1: just just thinking about the man cave still and wondering if you know it's a it seems like a mobile man cave yeah so he's i'm just gonna throw this out there he's done this before
2: totally could you imagine him setting it up every single time
1: he goes somewhere? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. They, they land somewhere and automatically he runs outside and like starts putting his things down before people can see him setting up. Cause setting it up doesn't look cool. If you're like walking up, like, what are you doing? I'm setting up a man cave. That's not cool. You have to be sitting in it when someone walks up to your ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Totally. Are, are they sitting on lawn
0: chairs too, by the way? What, what oh they, yeah. I don't
2: remember. Yeah. They're, they're like,
0: yeah, it's like space lawn, lawn chairs.
2: chairs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's the whole setup we didn't talk about specifically. It's basically made of crates. So he just brings a bunch of crates out and puts posters on them. And he's like, that's my wall. <laughs> and then he has that's like awesome. a cot and a boom box and some brewskis in his lawn chair. So, that. Yeah, it's tight. I don't remember if he had like an umbrella or anything, which would have been a cool touch. I want that song. I got to find that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the idea too that, um, oh, what's his name? The dude who does all the awesome music. Um, Kevin Kleiner. Oh, Kevin Kleiner. I like the idea that that like Kevin Kleiner is in the middle of like orchestrating this giant John, John Williams esque like orchestral sounds that are just beautiful and moving. They're like, Hey, we need like a little guitar solo over here. And he's like, just like goes to his bedroom studio. It's like, bam, 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 bam. bam, bam, bam." (laughs) Oh God, I hate this job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, cool. So if that is it, let's get a move on and have a fun summer.
1: Well, we how we end the episodes here at Rebels Rebels is we do a grading scale from our least favorite thing in star wars to our most favorite thing in star wars and then we give this episode a moment in star wars somewhere in between Mm -hmm. uh peter do you want to give your example
0: sure um so my least favorite thing in star wars currently is the special edition of return of the jedi song called Jedi rocks. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing Uh. is, and I gotta, I gotta, this is the trust tree right now. I gotta tell you last night, I was up until like one in the morning last night and maybe I had one or two drinks. And I told my wife, I can't go to, I was like, I have some unfinished business. I can't go to sleep. And so I watched the Jedi throne room scene. That's it. Just that. I pulled it up last Jedi, fired up the Jedi throne room scene. And then Great. was like finished. I'm like, my work is done. And then I could finally mm. go to sleep last night. So <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, my favorite best. thing right now is the throne room scene in Last Jedi. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's just so good. So between those two things, my, I am going to say... That this episode is luke telling lando that they will meet at the rendezvous point on tatooine luke putting his arm around leia as they stand with r2d2 and c3po looking out a window watching lando fly the millennium falcon away Ooh, okay. yeah so it's just like the end of empire strikes back is just like a i don't know like i just really liked that moment and i don't know why i usually try to make deeper connections but that stuck out at me and so i think it's kind of like it has the same feeling as like as Hera bidding adieu to Canaan and Ezra when they're going out, and it just I don't know makes me nostalgic. What's, what's the uh, grade translation? Uh, I guess. give that a B. All right. Oh wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty high. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So my scale is least favorite thing currently is Han Solo got his last name from uh, an Imperial
2: <laughs> Solo. <laughs>
1: To uh, m- most favorite right now is I love the death scene of Viola on Dagobah, Return of the Jedi. Just super poetic moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's done super well. Um, I'm going to give this episode a Leia telling Han that Luke is her brother. Mm-hmm. Kind of this communicative moment that uh, you know clarifies the relationship a little more because I thought it was it felt m- emotionally similar to this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that for me is I'm going higher than you for this episode. That one's an a, a mm, minus.
2: Wow, interesting. Okay. That's yeah. good.
1: Just because the hurricane moment like did it for me. Yeah. That was wow. that scene. Really? So, Rod, what would you, uh, what's your scale?
2: Well, my, uh, least favorite moment in star Wars <laughs> history, I would say <laughs> would be, uh, Vader's. No, <laughs> you know, the, oh, I'm, well, not even, I'm not even going to replicate it, but Reg it just says, Vader's no, And my favorite moment, and it's always been my favorite and still to this day, is Luke's encounter with Vader and Empire. The very, very beginning where the lightsaber ignites. Oh, yeah. And and you hear James Earl Jones is kind of like, it's not creepy, but it's kind of like, kind of horrific Mm -hmm. voice. Mm -hmm. You know, pretty much things are going down. So, that's my my number one. That's my A. Uh, So, this one would be probably where Obi-Wan sees... Three PO for the first time yeah. again. Well, <laughs> allegedly for the first yeah, yeah, yeah. time again, um, which is a cool scene. I think it sets things up, and this I think this episode set sets it up for the. Uh, this is the one before the season finale, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. The two part season finale. That two part mm-hmm. season
2: finale. So I would give it a. I would give it a good like B minus. Mm-hmm. You know, sets things up.
0: B. Yeah, well, that's a good range from us. Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. I love that scene too. Like George Lucas gets a little. Gets a little crap sometimes for not being the best, you know, he's great at the effects and he's great at storytelling, but sometimes the editing and directing is a little subpar in people's opinions, but that scene Mm -hmm. is staged so well. It's just like dark. You see the silhouettes and the lightsabers. It's the best.
2: Oh my gosh. Like I have that as my screen background on my uh, laptop. Like that's That's the the best. When Vader's standing up there and he's staring, looking right at him. Oh yeah. It gives me chills every time I see it. My
0: favorite thing last season was the, the lightsaber fight at the end of Return of the Jedi. And it's for very similar mm-hmm. reasons. It's just so staged well and oh, just beautiful. beautiful. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. film noir moments. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> What, Araj, what would you like to promote? What would you like to tell people about? Where can they find you on the internet?
2: Uh, well, you know, we you, you want to catch us. We are called The Sith List, mm-hmm. obviously, but we are not just a Star Wars-based podcast. We talk about Marvel, DC, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, anything in pop culture, music. Uh, we got a rock star of a... Of uh, one of our co-hosts named Eric Strathers, mm-hmm. who who's a, who probably did that riff actually for the uh, episode—that's
0: <laughs> <tight>. the '80s <laughs> episode—but
2: we we talk about all kinds of different things. We are on the Making Star Wars podcast network. You can check us out on makingstarwars.net, or you can catch all kinds of cool Mandalorian spoilers and sets, mm-hmm. picks, and all that cool stuff. And uh, we're on iTunes, we're on uh, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere. Uh, podcasts are enjoyed. We have a website, thesithlist.net. And you can check us out there. And also, uh, we are doing this cool toy drive called the Kessel Toy Run. And you can find out more information by going on makerstarwars.net and you can get uh, presents, Christmas presents, holidays presents for kids in uh, spending their whole holidays in the hospital, so mm-hmm. that would be oh, awesome. awesome. You can go check that out. Yeah, it's becoming bigger and bigger every year, and it's uh, it's a really cool thing. So. Uh, oh wow, that's so rad!
0: That's great. Yeah,
2: and thank you guys for having me on. This was a blast. Yeah. This is really cool. Thank, thank you. I, I'm, and I'm a big Bowie fan, by the way. So this was, <laughs> I've always <laughs> admired your guys's uh, your guys's podcast. Oh, so very
0: cool. Thank you. Yeah, we, we're 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 big fans of the Sith List, and we'll no, make sure thanks, to bump man. that out. When when's the deadline for people to send stuff for the toy drive? I think it's like in like
2: January something. I think it goes to like the end of January. Oh no, it's, wait, wait, wait. It's, I think it's December 19th. I don't know why I'm talking mm-hmm. about January. Yeah, like December 19th or something like that. Oh, okay. All the information is right there on net or on our website, the SithList.net. Cool. It's the first thing. This
0: episode may come out right around Christmas, so we'll make sure to bump that. As much as we oh, can thanks, beforehand buddy. because that okay, is really great. cool Thank and you know what in retrospect i'm sure it is it went fantastically <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, it, did. yeah <laughs> it did it's already way bigger it doubled in size from last year and it's uh, it's been crazy that's it's awesome really Jeez, good. that's yeah. cool yeah and then i think they're having we're having uh, like the 501 and and the rogue rebels actually go out and hand deliver them in
0: costumes oh my cool, like that. That that's was really, really cool. cool yeah that's that's uh, so good so for perfect. y'all um cool so the only things they are probably sold out by now because they're super popular but i hope you got your space oddity pin if they are still available please check out our big cartel to see if they are there or maybe an announcement for something new Um, we are also doing a contest for the hiatus between seasons where you can podcast with us so, for nice. information about that, please hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at RebelsRebelsPod. Or you can email us at RebelsRebelsPod at gmail.com.
1: That's right. Drop your loads to Gmail. And remember, <laughs> 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 until next time, be brave out there. Don't look back. Don't look
0: back. Have a fun summer. <laughs> <laughs>